Hello, everyone. This is Mr. Friday, and welcome to the Dork Teacher Podcast. So here we go. It's my very first uh, podcast in English. I'm quite nervous. Yeah, I must say. <laughs> and in the same time, I have goosebumps because I'm so thrilled about my very first season in English. I have guests. They are making me learn, and I have some southpaw moments. Um, if you know a little bit about boxing, um, southpaw are these athletes who are left-handed and mostly, basically. Almost all the boxers are right-handed, and when you compete uh, against uh, left-handed, you kind of worry because you never know if the punch will come. Over this first season, you will discover I had a lot of these southpaw moments, and it's going to be a dorkabulous moment. So, my dork friends, thank you so much for being here. But first of all, who am I? <laughs> who am I? I'm a teacher. I teach in a small town called Princeville. It's right in between Montreal and Quebec City, which is called the center of Quebec, the centre du Québec. And I'm a father of two children. Well, they're not children anymore. My older son is 17 and my daughter is 15. And I also have a beautiful wife who follows me on my adventures. I'm really passionate over education, and that's mainly the reason why I created this podcast. And by simply listening to them, I learned so much. So I guess you will learn a lot from this podcast also. My very first guest is Lise. Lise is a coach who helped me out created the Dork Teacher. Well, the pendant in French, which is Le Cancre Pédagogue. And I also have a collaborator with me, and her name is Julie. Julie is very special. She helps me throughout the process on the daytime because on the daytime I'm teaching. So I don't have the time to call and to relate with my guests, my future guests. And you will probably hear her over the next podcasts by giving us little hints, little tricks to make us learn a little bit more over the topic I'm having with my guests. So my dork friends, it's a real pleasure for me to introduce you my dear friend, Lise Setlaqui. Enjoy! Hi, Lise! Hello, Freddy! <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about this answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, we used to speak in French together, so... <laughs> Absolutely. So we know each other quite for a while. But tell me, first of all, what's amazing today? Amazing today? Well, I'm here with you. Oh, okay. Starting my day by waking up, breathing. So that's, that's marvelous. But today is a particularly hot uh humid day mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i don't like sweating <laughs> so no, keep, keep on drinking water yes yes <laughs> but it's amazing where it goes it just comes out from everywhere <laughs> <laughs> so from places i never thought it could come out oh. <laughs> that's wonderful yes Let, yeah so let's face it because it's very important you're as me 
my first language is French. And I started a podcast in English because, okay, I'm an English teacher. That's fine. But you know what? I had an int- I, I, I listened to an interview with uh, Brennan Brown. And it was a girl 90 years old. She was from Croatia, if my memory is good. And she, she's living in in U.S. since 50 years. And she said, I might have a strong accent, but it doesn't matter. As long as, as you understand me, that's, that's the most important. And that's where we are now. You think I have an accent? I do. So you, you, must ha- you might have one too? That's because you're French. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, was, I, was, I went to an English university. Yeah. I went to Bishops. And I In was... Uh, Near Sherbrooke, all, right? Yeah. Yep. And I was all my teacher's nightmare because I used to translate word for word, word for word from English, French to English. And if you do that, uh, it's pretty amazing what could come out. <laughs> and it's not necessarily in line with what you taught would yeah. come out. Yeah, exactly. So um, I'll do my best. Uh, my English is rusty because I work in French and I, uh, but I watch English TV I watch uh, Netflix and I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to keep it on, le- on the level. Mm-hmm. So see how it goes. Oh yeah, that's going to be fine. It's you. Bear with me. <laughs> yeah, it's you and it's going to be you and it's going to be fantastic. Thank you. Speaking Thank of which, you. speaking of which, you're fantastic for one one thing. You're you're actually a coach, but you do many things. We spoke in French about it, but we we will discuss it over English. So tell me uh Who are you? I'm me. <laughs> Is that good enough for you? <laughs> Maybe, but Actually, for the audience, they don't know you. So, uh, I'm a woman. Yep. I'm a coach. I'm a mother. I'm a businesswoman. Um, I'm a director uh, of uh, uh, Calax, which is a center that helps people that are that that have been. Uh, Uh, sexually, sexually assaulted yeah. so but it's all me <laughs> so what is it you want to know exactly well we will go over it throughout the podcast that's for sure but i will guide you as best as i can uh the reason we are here together we, we know each other quite for a while and mm-hmm. and i want to tell people why you're here The why thing is because she, Elise, you were the one who elevated me and helped me out with that with this podcast just by finding my why, what I want to do over. And uh, the door teacher as Le Camp Pédagogue in French was part uh, because of you. Well, thank you. Thank you. So you'll take, uh, it, take it, take it up. Yeah, and, and it is. I decided. I decided to go over uh, over this adventure, but I really wanted to talk to you for. Uh, it's been a while, but I forgot it. And Julie came out and she said, "Maybe we have to discuss with Lee so far because that's she, she's a reason why you're here for us." Yeah, I totally forgot. That's that's super cool. So we. Wa- I want to talk I'm about. Glad someone reminded you. Oh my god! <laughs> you were always in my head. <laughs> but to be more specific, putting you putting you over the podcast, that's terrific. And and that was her, her idea. And uh, I wonder I we just I, I just want to talk about to go through the uh, st- uh 
strategic planification? Is that yes. how you, you tell it? That's the way I say it. So you're a coach. So let's talk about your coaching. Actually, uh, I became a coach after um, 25 years of business life. And during that same time, I was a mother of uh, two gorgeous boys. They are now 30 years old. Mm. And one of them is autistic. Mm. So he also teached me so much. Uh, actually, both of them teach me a lot. After 25 years of uh, being uh, an interior designer, I had my own business. It's, it was a furniture store with design services. Um, I decided that I had to change my life. It was an economic decision because most of the furniture came from China. And if I was thinking of the prices here, versus the prices I could get the furniture from if it came from China, it just didn't make sense anymore. Mm. If, you, if it doesn't make sense, that's, that kills your why. And if you don't have a why, you can't do business anymore. Mm. So I was wondering what I was going to do. And people around me said, uh, you've helped me so much in this particular situation. Uh, I'm a very pos positive person. So mm -hmm. I decided to go back. I did, uh, I terminated a double MBA. Wow. And uh, went for a, a double uh, coaching formation. I don't know if I say formation. I coaching. Yeah, yeah, formation works. Yes. Yeah. And um, I do everything in both. Both got two sons, two MBAs, two coaching <laughs> formation. <laughs> and that's not because I'm slow. <laughs> It's just that I'm curious and I always want more. And now uh, I put all this knowledge that was uh, together with the experience and I put all of this to the service of whoever wants me in their life. And you do it quite well, I must say, because as I said earlier, that's the reason we're uh, here together as a, in the podcast. That's for sure. I would be elsewhere, but I wouldn't be here. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Freddy baby. <laughs> <laughs> so for the people who doesn't know, Liz, we're quite friends. So it's... it's well, life wouldn't be the same if we didn't we couldn't laugh yeah so absolutely. we have to 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 laugh at everything that happens to us there's a thing i want to talk to you about i said i mentioned it earlier it's about the strategic planification is it relevant for teachers hey it, it is important for anyone who breathes because That's i it. i know you do it for 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 entrepreneurs but do you do it for teachers as well yes actually Coaching is like, um, a coach is like having a friend to who you can say and test everything that you have in your head, but you wouldn't put on the table with anyone else. Okay. Okay. A strategic planification is good. It could be a personal strategic planification. Mm -hmm. You can do it for your life or you can do it for your business. You can do it for your professional life. It's, I don't know, it's like oxygen to a human. You cannot live 
as far as I'm concerned, you cannot have a fulfilled life if you don't go through the process of a strategic planification. And that's why relations is so important. Yes. I find that life is a trip. Okay. And if you're going to go on a trip, you need to know where you're going. You need to have a destination. That's the why. The the destination is not the why. It's the objective. Okay. The why is why you want to go there. Example, if I say my life, my trip, I want to go to Vancouver, that's the objective. That's the destination. Why do I want to go to Vancouver? Mm. It's because when I wake up in the morning, I can go skiing on the left and swimming on the right. (laughs) Whatever, you know? That's why I want to go to Vancouver, because I'll see the water and I'll be happy. Mm -hmm. Now, what do I do? To get to Vancouver, how do I get there? Will I take the bus? Will I take the plane? Do I do it in one day? Do I do it in three months? What do I do? How do I get there? Mm. With who will I want to get there? Do I go there with my family or do I go there alone? Everything, all the questions are important. That's the strategic planification. You'll answer all the questions before you leave. Okay. It's important that you tell people around you what is your destination and make sure they want to get on the bus with you. Mm. Because if they don't know why you're, go- you're going there and you never told them where you were going, well, some people might think that they want to go to Terre-Neuve and they'll be disappointed. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, you'll lose some friends on the way. <laughs> or you want to go to Vancouver. Yeah, they might think that they got on the bus for a week and they'll start having bad attitude. They'll be impatient. Un- they'll be... Uh, Rumpy. But yeah. Yeah. And then after five days, and then... So it's not going to make it a nice trip. Yeah. They won't be happy. Some people might get on the bus because they think they're gonna have they're gonna have uh, steak and wine, and it's not gonna happen. Mm. It's gonna happen when you get to Vancouver three months later, and it's probably gonna be, I don't know, lobster and wine, mm. whatever. It's just that you need to tell people in your life, in your team at work, where you want to go why you want to do it, you want to get there, so they can start paddling with you. They can start working in the same sense, in the same way that you are working, and they can make sure that they add up some new ways, some new, so, some things that are going to facilitate your, your, uh, your trip to where you want to go. So, a planification is either it's in your life or it's in work. They're both it's, it's in your profession. It's mm. very important. As a teacher, for example, you get into a class and I lived I I, I went to the experience with a a member of my family. Mm-hmm. Uh she she finished university and she started t- 
teaching. And her first class was with difficult, well, children having uh, uh, difficulties. And she was wondering what she was going to do about, about it, how she was going to act with them. At first, she was really straight and uh, trying to put them to their place and uh, and not punition, how do you call it? Punition? It's like a behavior. Like yeah, the, way the behave, behavior yeah. was, yeah. And then uh, she realized it didn't work at all. Oh. So I asked her, what's what's your what's your dream what is what's it your, that you like the most about teaching and what's your biggest um strength value yeah strength strength in you mm -hmm. and she said creativity wow so what she did is she transformed her class with a harry potter team and everything that she teached was relied to uh, a Harry Potter uh, yes, Hogwarts a, uh, everything yeah words uh, metals uh, uh, broomsticks mm -hmm, whatever mm -hmm. and she the same colors as much as she could and so she implemented Harry Potter in their classroom genuinely and did it work well it was just extraordinary the engage themselves towards her because they realized that she made a lot of effort to get them into her trip Involved, yeah and then she said it's you are important to me you are so important to me that i will transfer and redesign what i'm supposed to do so it will fit with you and they appreciated and yeah, they yeah. got into the bus with her yeah they 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 followed her and engaged with her into, and they, they performed like no other students performed before. Wow. So I think it's, it's very important to get that people with you know what you want, where you're going, and why you're going. So we see the importance of having a coach in the school. But I don't see quite often. I know. I know. For instance, I made I made one uh, particular interview with uh, a psychologist, and he was pleased when I said it's so important to see a psychologist a psychologist once uh, once in a, once in a while. It's very important because you you manage with a lot of emotions and you have to get through it. Eh? So sometimes the emotions from a kid it struck you back and you don't know how to react. So. It's the same thing for coaching, for instance. I, I believe that all the school board should should invest over coaches. When, what's what's your thinking? Sure. I'll take it. <laughs> But, <laughs> <laughs> actually, just to tell you, I think that we are the mirror of what we feel inside. And you are, you teachers are one and unique person. You're not just a father at home, a husband, you have uh, an, a friend, then you accumulate all of this and that makes you the man you are to deliver some information and transfer the knowledge that you have, okay? Yep. But the thing is that because of everything that makes you, you are the mirror of that. So if you had a bad morning, and you had a, a fight with your wife, 
then you come to school and you're all that. So if one kid goes crazy that morning, he's going to get it for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, because everything's going to come out. A teacher needs to have someone confident uh, who's, is uh, whatever he's going to say, going to stay there. He's, uh, he's, he's sure that uh, confident is the right term, I guess. Yeah, yeah it is. And is, is going to be able to talk to her or him and verbalize everything he feels inside and see how it's going to, how it transfers to the kids. So if you have a teacher that's really straight, not smiling, uh, who is focused on, on, on the right answer, I can guarantee he's going to get everything else but the right answer. He's going to get kids that are uh, jumping everywhere. He's going to have kids that are going to answer back to everything he says mm-hmm. and are going to make sure that they give him the bad answer just to make him, uh, make him uh, react. Exactly. exactly. So we provoke what, we, what answer we're going to get. So you put your, it's like you, you, you put in my mind out so we can observe what's going on, right? Yeah, like consciously, con, hey, that's one word. You're going to help me here. Consciously. Consciously, consciously yeah, consciously. Consciously. <laughs> <laughs> know what you're doing and what the effect of what you think and what you are have on other people. You have to take act on that. You have to know exactly what you are and what you're feeling. I scan myself, mm-hmm. what my beliefs are, what my thinking is, where I stand this morning. And then I, when I speak to you, I'll know what I, what I give you, what energy I'm transferring to you. Mm-hmm. And for sure, I'm going to get back the same energy. If I'm a happy, if I'm loving happy person and i give you love and happiness you're gonna give me back love and happiness absolutely sometimes when i struggle with my kids when i teach for instance i'm the uh i'm in the locker room and i'm waiting for the for the recess i'm waiting for them to be ready so they come in from the recess and they they were really talkative and it's really noisy and despite of being mad at them i simply look at them And I repeat something three times. I say, I love you, I love you, and I love you. And the way I see things changes. And they look at me and they said, oh, he's cool. Okay, we got it. We will listen to him. That's fine. So it's not automatically. But as more as you do it, they know you pretty much. And they feel the love you put into it, as well as your, your knees, for, for instance. And then they don't behave as much as they used to be. I think the word uh, that must be the most important word is respect. Mm. When you respect someone, you don't dominate someone. Mm. So if the teacher is trying to dominate his, his, the kids in his, his class, he's not going to get a good answer. He's, if he respects his kids, he's going to tell him his why. He's going to say, well, I know today... Maybe you don't feel like talking about uh, mathematics or whatever, but it is important and I have to do my job. 
because if I don't do that, then I'll be fired and you won't graduate and we have to do that. Now, why do you need to know that two plus two equal four? <laughs> it's okay, that's fine, no worries about it. Um, well, mm. you'll make money and uh, you'll go shopping and it is important that you get back the money that the the store doesn't deserve. Mm-hmm. You need to know that it goes into your budget and you need we have to know why we're learning or we're making the effort the effort to do what we're doing. Otherwise it doesn't make sense. Absolutely. I have my, my older son, he was on second well, that was okay on a primary level. And when he reached the secondary, it was quite hard because he couldn't find his why. It was very difficult. And un- until he reached secondary four in Quebec, he now, and the pandemic situation totally changed him. So he, he saw that it was so important to be with his friends because he couldn't see his friends once every two days, right? So mm-hmm. it, it was so important. He, he found out the importance of school at that time. Plus, he wanted to do something, so he struggled really bad to find out because he knew in secondary five he had to fit in. So he, ha- he has to go to the college and stuff or university after afterwards. And he was kind of worrying, and, and he found out his why. When he found his why, he wanted to be a police officer from, from their teacher. I, I, we did it online, and we had a meeting, and he said, what did you do to fit in so far? I said, nothing. He decided to go on. So he found out his why. So that's why he's like this. And mm-hmm. and it, he is now he's at uh, François Xavier Arnaud, Cégep there in Quebec City, and he's doing his very first day in the class, and he is really happy. So he found out his why. And as a teacher, we also have to find our why because sometimes we're kind of getting lost. And well, you need to remind yourself why you decided to do that. See, it can it cannot the why cannot be a cash reason you know it can be a monetary no we're really underpaid for this no 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 that's not the reason whatever yeah underpaid overpaid the money is not the reason we do anything yeah it has to be a passion it has to do i i've seen i i was uh helping some people lately coaching some people actually Mm -hmm. and um The person had a really good job, but she didn't feel she made any difference for her company. She didn't feel that her work made a difference for her colleagues. She lost interest. She lost motivation. She lost, uh, she didn't feel good. You need to know why you're doing what you're doing and you need to know to feel that you make a difference. If you know that you make a difference and that the fact that you're, that the probability that you won't be there tomorrow will make a change, will make a difference in someone's life, then you feel important, you feel necessary, you feel that you, your life has a meaning, everything changes. It does. Nobody, nobody wants to be nothing. Exactly. We, as a teacher, we love to be involved. And as for a leader also, so a teacher is a leader as well, eh? So they have, yes, so it has to be. They have to be, exactly. It has to be. And, and um, 
what I want to tell you about it, it's sometimes you have to put yourself to be more relevant. You have to put yourself as a student while you're teaching. You have to let them know that you are human. You are human. That comes with strength and vulnerability. Yeah, here comes that the vulnerability. V word. Yeah. yeah, the V word. <laughs> and that you're not perfect. But what makes you unique is that you're trying to get better. And they can help you, even if they're young and they don't know everything that you know, they can help you be a better person. So that exchange, because your student, they're the same as you are. They want to make a difference. That's why sometimes they scream. That's why they sometimes they have, their actions are just bizarre yeah kind of weird. you don't know why why weird right yeah. that you don't know why he's acting that way or why is he saying those things or did he, you say sure he's intelligent but why does he go down that on that on that size why why does he chooses to act this way well this is just a cry for hear me yeah i yeah. want to i want to make a difference yeah Ask him. Hear me out. Should, yep. Yeah, hear me out. So ask him why. What is it in there? What is it in for? What is it? What is in it for you? And that's really difficult sometimes because some some students I, I I've experienced over the past time they they are like um they don't know how to express their emotions, and that's kind sure. of really adults hard. adults don't know how to express their emotions. Oh, yeah. Why should kids do? That's for sure. Mm -hmm. But instead of, of uh, if he doesn't know how to express it, doesn't mean that he doesn't have it. So explore, explore with him. Okay, you're not happy. Okay, why? What happened? What made you, what triggered this action? Mm -hmm. What triggered this emotion that you have? And then... Slowly, you'll get to the real, maybe not that day, but the day after, the day, the next day after, eventually you'll get to the point. Yeah, they all, we all need genuine conversations. Right. So you've, And they need to feel important and to feel that they made, they make a difference in your life. Yeah. And not as a whole. I didn't want to make a difference in my teacher's life as my class. No, I want me, least want to make a difference in your life. You know, it's a back and forth situation because as a Actually, teacher, we want to do exact same thing. Yes, now, exactly. Thanks, thanks for telling me this. That's, that's wonderful. Let's talk about your other hat, but I know you, you're the same person, but you, you, also, you also manage uh, Le Calax, for instance. So can you tell people what's the why over it? Um, first, I want to tell you that I've never been sexually assaulted, but okay, okay. I don't think you need to have uh, to get a slap in the face to know that it doesn't feel good. Mm. <laughs> uh, I react. I came here first because of my uh, capacities to uh, to deal and to develop an organization. 
Okay, when I got here, there was only one social worker helping women to deal with what happened to them. And uh, we're now six social workers. Wow. And uh, we're going into schools everywhere uh, to, to talk about the fact, that, uh, talk about consent, talk about what it is, a, what is an, uh, a sexual assault, what is an aggression, what is uh, intimidation. Because if they know, then maybe that it's wrong, maybe they won't reproduce what they, what they saw before or lived mm-hmm, <laughs> before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, but the reason it, work, it works so well is because mainly we have a why. We know why we're doing what we're doing. We know what is the difference that we make in women's life. We know how better their life is after they've been consulting here. So it is important. And, you know, I'm going to tell you something I told you before. I'm going to try to tell you. I think it's so important. I'm going to try to tell you in good English. (laughs) (laughs) Um, People everywhere say they're missing employees, that we don't have enough employees. I think that what makes the difference is to know if we have, we're missing employees like in quantity wise or quality wise. If you're missing employees quantity wise, okay, I think it's a fact that we don't have enough. But if you are a good leader, you can put your people together, listen to what they have to say, And ask the question, how can we do more with less? How can we separate or uh, rearrange the job that we have to do? Yeah, this involves creativity, yeah. Yeah, and to be better. Mm -hmm. Now, if, and it works. Okay, because you listen to them. It's their idea. They're going to put it to work. You have to listen. Now, if you missing employees quality-wise, I say to the leader, go get help. It's not, uh, the, it's not the employee's problem. They give you what you ask them. They give you back what you give them. So if it's quality-wise, change the leader. Wow. The leader, the, maybe the, the why is not help. good enough. Maybe the why is not fair enough or good enough. Right. Maybe they don't know why they're do, what they're doing. They don't know. The leader is not listening to what they need. They're asking, but they're not listened to. Mm. Uh, change the leader. If the quality is not what it should be, most probably the leader is not what he should be. That, there's a word who pops in my head when I'm listening to this, and it's the control. I hate people who are in, who wants to control you. It's a big difference controlling people and working in collaboration with other people. When you work in collaboration, you're all paddling in the same way, and the leader has a paddle too. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. that's the difference. When you work, when you're trying to control people, you don't have a, a paddle. You have a 
a uh, you have a a whip tool, a whip <laughs> <laughs> you have a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's perfect this I love is where it. my English it. takes all the no, sense no 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 that's totally fine I like it because it's genuine yes it is yeah so if you're in control what you have is a whip if you're not you're trying you're paddling with the others working in collaboration what you have is a paddle too because when you paddle you know exactly what's going on Yes. So you're right yes. into it. So you're not over it and try to guess what's going on. And when you don't understand, just go down, paddle with the others, and then you'll understand. I, w I want to tell you something very important over it. And it's, it's, a, it, and it's an experience I, I had uh, this year with the COVID situation. I, and I was teaching for about two meters dis distance. The mask was not relevant. So I can take it off. It was okay. But as soon as I get closer than two meters, I had to put it on. Okay. So I had to, in, a, in, in somehow, some way, there was a time when I was acting like a mask police, police officer, like telling, put your mask on, put it over your nose, put your mask on. I was totally repeated. And I was not mad over it because I, it was really important. And I knew if I would get mad over it, it would be worse. Okay. So what I, I was thinking, what should I do so my students can put their mask and not come well complaining kind of control that but more understanding the why kind of thing so i started express what every when it happens i expressed why do i have to do this what's the purpose of this and some were kind of understanding it was okay but it was a couple of others that would still not working so i had to so what i did i took my pencil and each time i told someone to put their mask on i put a check mark after his name okay not to punish him that was not the reason I, i just wanted to make them realize how much energy i put for her security that's why that was my only purpose okay and mm -hmm. i can tell you one thing there was a girl who was constantly put it under her nose so i was always asking forward with your mask over your nose so i put a check And from 8 to 11, I asked her 21 times. And I showed her. Not as aggressively, just like, see, I have to show you something. Each time I told you this, this is what happened. And I, I, and I told it with total respect. And her answer was really remarkable. And she said, you don't know what it is to have a mask on. Because when you teach, you're far from us and you don't have yours. So it's difficult. You have to feel it. And she was really, really into it. I said, okay. So from now on, I'll do exact thing, and the exact thing as you. I'll put my mask on even if I'm two meters away. So I decided to put the mask on. It was really, really hard. Okay. But I said, okay, we are in the same boat. I cannot do something, anything else but putting the mask on and I'll, and I'll put it for you. Even if I'm two meters distance. And I did it, and I gained a lot of respect. And what happened with this particular girl? She, did, she decided to put a mask over her nose. And that's it. So You walk the talk. Yeah. Let's talk about it. There's a you thing, walk the talk. Yeah, there's a thing you, you're working on, and, and we were together over it, and it was L'Agenda House. 
I don't know how to translate it in English. It's a it's an agenda for strategies. Success. Success and everything. Can you tell success, me? Success. Attitude for success. So it's, can it's you? More, it's all, success is all a question of attitude. Mm. Can you tell me about this uh, marvelous uh, agenda? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Actually, it's like my mission. It's a vision. It's my mission. It's my tool. That It's what I work with every day. Um, you probably heard this or or felt this before there's no one more um, more easy to get to to talk to to reach reachable than someone who's really really busy <laughs> you try to get someone who doesn't work yeah and you tell them uh, I would like to have an appointment with you Or would you get into, I've, I've got this, uh, this project, would you get in it with me? Uh, they don't have time. You go to someone who's driving a business, a mother, she works on 50 projects, and you say, I have this project, would you get in with me? Sure, she'll find time. And that's because their agenda is really well done, and they planify everything So it works because when you, when you make a plan on a project, you ask, your, your ask, you ask yourself all the way from the start, whatever could happen. If this happened, what's my plan B? What is, if I, what it will cost? So you don't have any surprise. You, when, how much time it will take, uh, And it has to respond, it has to be, to respond positively to what's in it for me. If it helps you go towards your, uh, your destination. Yeah, your goal. Your goal, then you're at the right place. So it's a tool. I, I really enjoy uh, working with it. And it's, Gives you play everything's at one place. It's the way to uh, to uh, to to work with priorities and decide which is what is a priority for you, and um, give to someone else what is that priority. Yeah, I I realize you talked to me in the, uh, when we started this podcast uh, about accent I'm hearing myself talk now and I say that uh, I must have much more much more English friends to talk to regular, <laughs> regularly <laughs> so <laughs> I <laughs> but you're, so you I, are you are walk the talk Yes. So, so when someone is tell, telling, giving you like a, I can call it maybe a challenge. Yes. You go through it. If I say yes, I will get it. Yeah. So that's who. That's really who you are. So I thank you so much for this. Even if it's not fully perfect, it's the same thing for me. I'm not fully perfect. Sometimes I'm searching my words and I try to find something else. The the thing is, is you put your Uh, you put yourself in front 
and you express yourself, and that's the most important thing. So if people judge the way you speak, that's their own problem because you told oh, they me have that. have time to lose. If yeah, they, if exactly. they're judging. Be- because you told me one thing. Communication is only 5%. Words are only 7% yeah. of the communication. So if you stuck at the first 7%, you're missing 95% of who I am. Yeah, exactly, 93. Which is a perfect person. <laughs> <laughs> It's only 7% unperfect. <laughs> That's really remarkable. I, we're, uh, I, know, I know, for instance, we can find out your um, agenda, uh, strategic planification agenda over your website on, P- on a PDF file. You can find it globally, and it's on lisetlequi.com, which will be, of course, on my Facebook page, on Mr. Friday's Facebook page. So if people want to get the agenda, it's, it's possible. But I must say, it's written some point or, 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 or in French so far, but it doesn't really matter. You can put your Google and find what, what, what it truly means. It's going to be all right, but specifically if everything many, is If there. many English people... I'll, I'll, I'll challenge myself, okay? Okay, go ahead. If English people are interested in what I said and my agendas, I will translate it. Really? And I will have uh, get help to do it professionally. That's truly you. That's truly you. You're always... I have a good... You know, when I say people around, I have a good friend. I'll name her Adrian Chin. It's a, a she. She's a very good friend. She's in London now, and she's a book writer. Oh. So, uh, I'll say, Adrian, <laughs> help me, and uh, she'll be happy to do. Oh, fabulous! Okay, so so you see, when you put yourself forward, you have help. So you have yes. To, so you have only all everything's you have to put, possible. Yeah. So you only have to put one step further. Yes. Yeah. Everything is about baby steps. Uh, we're now in our last part. Okay. So I ask you a question you probably know in French. So you uh, you will have to express it in English because you, we, we did it in French also. So okay. your, your answers matters. And are you ready? Yes. Okay. So my first question is, for Lise Seclequi, education is? A tool. That's it. That's it. Why? A tool because... Doesn't matter how many education you have if you don't use it. Mm. What you're gonna do with it? So educate yourself in what what is a passion for you, what you like to do, and you'll never work a day in your life. Just use it as a tool to do what you love best. And you taught me, so that's the reason why the the door teacher is now. Uh, um, over the podcast is now existing it's because of, of this thing it's you you truly touch me over my passion and you push it further that so i have to tell it's more than important in my point of view to have a, a coach over over for teaching skills there's no limit to what you can do Walt disney said if you can dream it you can do it so One, two, three, go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go for my second question. Name me someone who had a great impact on you and tell me why. Since we are um, with the why. Yes. Um, actually, many people had an impact on me. 
dependent on which part of my life you're talking about. But each one of them, they built me to what I am today. Mm -hmm. So in my first life, I'd say I wanted to be an interior designer. So there was one called, uh, named uh, Philippe Dagenet, and he's the one who, as far as I'm concerned, gave credibility to what a designer was mm. and what a designer could be to your house. So he's the one who inspired me first. Then there was a doctor when I had my son, I was autistic, and I I couldn't hear or understand what he was saying me saying to me. And the doctor said, Liz, it doesn't matter what the words are, that you don't get the words. When a baby comes to life, he cries. And you know, as a mother, if you, you're plugged into your sense and, uh, and your intuition, you know if he cries for food, if he cries because he wants to be... Uh, cuddled or if he cries because he's hurting somewhere you know so just have self-confidence and go with your feelings and you'll never be wrong and from that moment i stopped i stopped wishing that he was going to say the words or trying to understand what he was saying me and i went with my feelings and loved him and played my the role of a mother instead of being a instructor or a uh, social worker or whatever, pediatrist or whatever. And I played my role, which is a mother, and the communication was perfect between him and I. So I learned that uh, I have to be, to, to go with my feelings and that doesn't mean I take them for the right, the, 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 the truth. I check my feelings. I feel that you're not feeling too well today. Uh, am I wrong? Are you okay? Is there something you want to discuss with me? I ask questions and then I get answers. That's true. That's true. Intuition is quite remarkable and quite strong. And, and, and it's a thing where, I don't know why, but we... Uh, these days we put it aside yes and it's crazy how important it is so you have to put the emphasis over it really okay i love it i love this everybody everybody said one day i should listen to my feelings i should have listened to me i should have listened what i to what i taught Mm -hmm. yes you have a small voice just say it it. do it yeah exactly (laughs) Uh, my next question is, um, do you have a book that everyone should read? The Agendas. <laughs> All right. What is your greatest success? Actually, I said The Agendas because in The Agendas, I propose many books yep, it's true. that I read. I've got maybe five or 600 books at home and I take them as reference. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that one book is enough. Mm-hmm. I think that even if you want to read on strategic planification, they have so many angles that you can read on that one book is not enough. Is not enough. One book so, is not enough because you are not enough. Thank you. <laughs> so tell me, um, 
What is your greatest success? My resilience. My resilience because on in my life, I've uh, I've had to go through many walls or many obstacles. Obstacles, and um, I never gave up. I can put one knee down, but I get up again and go. And I'm I'm very proud of that. I'm very proud that I've never gave up, and not giving up proved to me that success is accessible. Ex, uh, is inevitable, accessible. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, it can take a different path, like you said earlier, but you you you'll succeed as long as you put your face forward. I'll get there. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, what is your hard learning moment then? Life. <laughs> yeah. Actually, um, I could, no, I cannot name one thing that happened. Uh, It's when a certain I gave birth amount of to things. my son, it was one thing. I, you know, and and knowing that he was not going to have the life that I dreamed for him was one moment. Um, having my business and having to shut it down because China is covering us with uh, cheap, low-priced inventory, and I couldn't make it. It doesn't. It didn't. It wasn't worth it. My I lost my why was a moment. Um, there were so many, but then yeah. they all made me who I am, and I can tell you really honestly that um, I'm uh, I'm rather a lazy person. So if I'm something bad happens, if I cry, doesn't make me feel good. It makes me feel tired. It makes me feel uh, wet. <laughs> it makes me feel... <laughs> I don't get anywhere when I cry. Okay? And then afterwards, if I get mad and I say bad words to whoever, I have to say I'm sorry and I have to... To make a man, no, it's just too much work. I rather get Put back. I action. go to sleep. Okay. Yes, I sleep. A good night, and tomorrow morning I'm going to wake up. Put new pair of glasses on. Try to see. Tell my friends, and I help. I ask them to help me see it from another, uh, another way, another perspective. Perspective. Yeah, and it works. Mm. Exactly. So, wow, Elise, that was wonderful. Thank you so much for your time again. Th I must thank you for everything. Thank you so much. I could listen. Thank you to good listen. Thank you to your auditors to bear with me with my super super English, <laughs> which has been put to the test today. Yeah. So. Thank you for your patience. Yeah, and you do it really well, I must say. Just tell them that it was done with love. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. What a great privilege it was to speak with Lise. If you want to learn more about Lise Setlaqui, just go over Mr. Friday's Facebook page and you will have all the information provided as her website or if you want to have a look over her agenda. Next week, I'll have the privilege to speak with Mr. Dave Turnier. He's a wonderful dad 
who made something very special with his two daughters. They all three created a beautiful education platform called Country of the Week. I would like to thank Julie for your help to make this possible. And just before the end, I would like to say, hey guys, think love. My dork friends, see you next week. Ciao.